I had an opportunity to go to spring break my freshman year, and my parents didn't want me to go. Uh, they thought I should wait until my sophomore year. I had some money, and I decided that I wanted to go, and so I was going to go. I had never really disobeyed my parents before, but I thought I knew what was best. We were on Nassau Island. Best two and a half days of my life, snorkeling, jet skiing, drinking, drinking, just hanging out with my buddies. The third day, we were on a booze cruise. I remember, you know, uh, how beautiful the water was, the sun, everything. It was just such a great experience. We stopped at Paradise Island. The captain said this was the last stop of the day. If you guys want to go off, you know, go one last swim, and then we'll head back to port. Uh, so I remember me and my friends running down the beach, and that's the last thing I remember. My doctor was an incredible neurosurgeon and a very nice man to me. But he came into my hospital room and he said, Larry, you're paralyzed. And I was 18 years old, hadn't really encountered too many people with, you know, quote unquote disabilities, and I had never heard the word paralyzed. This is uh, 1991, before Christopher Reeve got hurt, so there wasn't the prominence around spinal cord injury as there might be today. So I said, okay, and he said, I don't think you understand. Larry, you'll never walk again. I think I took a breath, I think I took a breath, and I told him where he could go, and it was more than just outside of my hospital room. It was pretty devastating for an 18-year-old kid who had his whole life been an athlete. He didn't say, Larry, you'll never walk again, but he didn't give me a but, but you can still do X, Y, or Z. I was just angry, confused. I had no earthly idea what my future held. One of the key things for me when I was in rehab was this man who came into my hospital room. Um, his name was Charlie Akesian. He said, Larry, you may not be able to walk, but you can play sports. You can ski. You can play wheelchair rugby. You can sail. You can do anything you want to do. You just have to do it in a different way. Once Charlie said those things to me, my life has not been the same. The sports angle was really the key for me to move beyond, okay, I'm in a wheelchair, to okay, I'm in a wheelchair, let's get on with this, let's, let's live. And once I started sailing, once I started playing rugby, everything else started coming along. You know, my health started getting much better. I started understanding my body, how it worked, what I could do, what I still had trouble doing. I know I'm not as independent as I would like to be. Sometimes it is hard. I have a nurse that comes to my house every morning and every night to help me in the morning get up and into the wheelchair and at night get out of the wheelchair and into bed. At 18 years old, it's not something that you really ever anticipate, that you're not going to be able to get yourself in and out of bed yourself. At a set time, I have to be home, so it's kind of like I'm in third grade, the street lights are on, Larry's gonna go home, it's 10 o'clock. I really tried to you know, get myself dressed, to get myself to be able to do all of the things to be independent, but I found that I was spending so much energy trying to put my socks on and put my shoes on and you know, get myself 
situated that I was exhausted for the day. So I decided that it would be better for me to use my energy where I most would enjoy it, and that was living life, you know, going to school, uh, playing sports, and those kind of things. And I would get used to having somebody come to my house. Once I'm in the wheelchair, I'm completely independent, but I can't get up, jump out of bed, run out the house in 20 minutes like I used to be able to do. I have to plan everything in my life. Once I leave the house, I have to think about where I'm going. Is it wheelchair accessible? Are the sidewalks wheelchair accessible? If I'm going to go to a restaurant for breakfast, can I open the door? Is there a step to get in? Boston is a very old city, which gives it a lot of charm. But for someone in a wheelchair, it can also be a challenge. Cobblestones, oh, the bane of my existence. I do think I have a positive outlook on life. I think I've had that before my injury, and it's carried through. It's not always easy. I have my days where I'm down, periods of utter frustration, anger. Those are usually short-lived, thank goodness. To bounce myself out, I usually think back to my early days, to when I was in rehab and I was having trouble pushing a wheelchair. Uh, It would take me 45 minutes to push down a hall, and my day quickly turns around. There's been a few times when I've really looked back with a smile. One year after my injury, I went back for a Christmas party at the unit where I had my spinal cord injury. And uh, there was a a hallway that had a little bump. And me and my friends would call the bump Heartbreak Hill uh, because we would start pushing the wheelchairs and you would start getting to the top of this bump and the wheels of the wheelchair would spin and I would roll backwards. A year later, my muscles were so much stronger. I was in a much better place. And I took a push, and I went right over Heartbreak Hill. That meant a lot to me in more than just a wheelchair way. I know that what I've been through in my life, I should be proud of. I know in 20 years how far I've come from a physically weak person who had trouble doing a lot of things to a person who lives on his own, works a full-time job, skis, sails, has a wonderful relationship with his friends and family. The same friends that were there for me when I first got hurt are still my core friends today. I'd be lost without them. Since day one, they've incorporated me in everything we do. There has not been a house, a party, anything that I've ever gone to with my friends that I have not gotten in. Whether they throw me up on their shoulder and carry me up three flights of stairs or bounce me in my wheelchair up a couple of stairs, You know, I'm the same kid that I was 20 years ago, and they see me as that. So the same hard time that they would have given me, they still do now, and God bless them. I wouldn't want it any other way. I mean, I'm not fragile in any way. Of course, I have times when I wish things were different. But this injury isn't taking away any of the pleasure from doing things that I really enjoy. And I'm also finding things and meeting people and having opportunities to do things that I never would have done before. Because I was 18 years old and I was drinking when I had my accident, I thought it was my 
responsibility to go around to schools and talk to kids and try to share with them my story as a way to, one, make them aware of spinal cord injury, also share with them the dangers of drinking, that it does impair your thoughts and you don't make the same decisions as you would had you been sober. This was a choice that I made and I have to live with this choice for the rest of my life. I'm not mad or disappointed anymore that this has happened to me, but I think if kids know that this is real, this is something that can happen to them, they just might think before they do things, uh, something I did not do both before I left for the Bahamas or you know, when I actually was drinking and ran down the beach and dove in the water. If I can stop one person from having an injury like this, my life is worth everything. Anytime I meet somebody who has had a spinal cord injury, I tell them that they can have the same life that they had before, enjoy the relationships, enjoy experiences, but they might have to do it in a different way. The confidence in the initial stages is something that takes time. Your physical appearance is different, and the way that your body works is very different. The way you look at yourself is different. The question about sex, can I have a girlfriend, will I ever have a girlfriend, is top of mind for an 18-year-old guy. And it took me a while to have enough confidence to ask a girl, you know, do you want to have coffee? Do you want to go grab a drink? Sometimes they're things I still struggle with. But I've met some wonderful women in my life. I hope to have kids. I can have kids. At least that's what the doctors tell me. You know, this injury is not a sprint. It's a journey. Since the time of my accident through today, I haven't really pinned my hopes on a miracle, a cure. I've really just lived for today, thought about tomorrow, maybe planned for the next day. And I think this injury has taught me, if nothing else, that life's a blessing. I wouldn't wish this on anybody, but I've experienced so many good things that have put me in a place that I'm very comfortable with where I am, who I am. I know who I am. It took me a while to get there, but I live a good life.